love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We are live from the Fitz Show Radio Hub for Tuesday, April 24th. 2018 and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast you guys what is up welcome to what i call one of the toughest days of the week (laughs) that's okay because we get a whole lot of show today ladies and gentlemen there's drew I've been reading a lot of articles lately about the dangers of smartphone use and if we're using it too much Uh so i started monitoring my personal use over the weekend and i'm telling you what I'm way in the danger zone. No kidding. Yeah, I got to cut back. Oh, I want to get to that in a second. Uh, right over there, his name is Tanner the Millennial. I need a good burn remedy because I was cooking uh, this morning and I burnt the living daylights oh! out of my hand. First degree, second, third, fourth degree. What are we talking about I here? don't know. It's dark <laughs> and it hurts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't show it to me. I won't. All right. Well, he's a burning. He's a hunk of hunk of burn love. Our host, The Fitz. By the way, how long would you let a friend stay with you uh, uh, if I asked you that question today? 9% of us say indefinitely. I would let my friend stay with me indefinitely. That's what 9 And, and we, I bring that up because Tanner has moved in with Drew. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That mm-hmm. is right. Mm-hmm. And how's everything, actually- how's everything going in that department? <laughs> True. I think it's good. Is it going good? Yeah. yeah. Tanner's a, he is truly a loner. Like he really does just like to isolate himself in his room and hide out. Do his little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm actually worried because while I'm alone, I just like to be by myself for like a few days at a time and not talk to anybody. There, there's something so special about just being by yourself and alone for a period of time. I think it's really healthy. I, I think it's really, really important to kind of isolate yourself sometime. It's healthy unless that's the only thing you want. Because yeah. I do think that if people are, are total loners, like hermit-style loners, then there's something else wrong with them. So you can go too far. I'm worried that Drew is worried about me being alone. Yeah. It's like a weird, like... Maybe he's isolating himself in that in, in his little room because he's on his phone. Now, Which which let, let, let's go back to what something you discovered earlier. You said that you have noticed... Uh, uh, how much time that you spend on your cell phone? There's a lot of study being given to smartphones and the smartphone quote-unquote addiction and uh, how it affects us physiologically, mentally, all that. So I started tracking my own use, and I get up every morning. First thing I do is reach my phone, you know, yeah. turn off the alarm, and look at notifications that have come in. But that always leads to right down the rabbit hole, hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours While before you're I the leave bed. the bed. Wow. So think of the lost productivity in my day. Like I'm losing three hours every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> man, but you're but you're picking up some cool information. Yeah, it doesn't you could, feel like it. You could actually shower before work. <laughs> <laughs> he gets on my. I'm a nighttime shower, and he hates that. It's weird. I don't get it. Uh-huh. I like to shower at night. You're just laying in new filth throughout the whole night, and then that filth proceeds throughout the whole day. Anyway, go back to the <laughs> amount of time that you yeah. <laughs> that you spend on your phone. Um, I'd love to hear from you wherever you are. Do you notice yourself spending a huge amount of time on your phone, and have you ever have you ever counted the minutes like Drew did? Mm-hmm. So, the, the hour and a half in bed just the morning. In on the, the morning, on the weekend mornings, it was between an hour and two hours. Yeah, wow. we get some life to live. Mm-hmm. At least go out there with your phone and take pictures with it. 
don't think that's solving it. All right, you guys. Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, now the Fitz Show's world-famous What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here standing by with the news that did not make the news. I'm going to take you out of Paris. Ooh, ooh la la. Find for the fruit. A woman named Crystal Tadlock got fined $500 for trying to save an apple from her flight back from Paris. Mm -hmm. She put it in her carry-on. She forgot to declare it at customs, and they fined her $500, even though the apple was in a bag marked with the Delta logo. And yes, believe it or not, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. The violation is for, for one apple. It's just real, real unfortunate that someone has to go through that and you know, be treated like a, like a criminal you know, over a piece of fruit. I wasn't hungry at the time, so I just jammed it in my carry-on. He had asked me if my trip to France was expensive, and I said, well, yeah, you know. I didn't understand why he was asking that question. And he said, well, it's about to get a whole lot more expensive after I charge you $500. Welcome to France. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that kind of sucks, though. Yeah, Yeah, he didn't have to throw the dig in there. Yeah. All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Honolulu, Mermaid Mermad. In Honolulu, she's known as Mermaid Cariel, but... Her home was invaded a couple of days ago overnight, and uh, when they did the home invasion, they stole a crucial part of her costume, her mermaid tail. That is jacked up. I know some people yeah. that are mermaids on the side. They oh. go like little community pools and stuff like that, and what? they are really defensive about their What costume. is the street what? value of a mermaid tail? I mean, they steal TVs you and would not jewelry. Believe. Guys, did you hear what he just said? He said he knows someone who, who does mermaid stuff on the side and hangs out in pools. I mean, come on. What is going on in our country? A mermaid costume's like 500 bucks. Oh, well, check this out. Her custom mermaid tail was valued at nearly $11,000. What? Uh, yeah, she does like little performances at Hawaii hotels. She goes to luau's for an extra extra fee. Apparently, she'll do private dances in your room with the mermaid tail. But anyway. It seems like she'd just be flopping around on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to mess with Especially without her tail. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. This Tuesday brought to you by the proud men and women who serve our nation. How about that? And uh, if you're not a P1, you need to be one. Set this show as the number one button on your preset, right? That's right. When you lock us in on number one, that program one button, you become a P1. That way you can write to us say, I'm a P1 from B1. Uh, so there's Drew. There's Tanner. My wife just walked in wanting to hang out. Hey, thank you so much. You just can chill with us for a little mm-hmm. bit. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south. Yesterday, you guys, in case you missed it. 21-year-old Tanner the Millennial, I just suggested that it might be a good idea for him to enlist in the military, like to sign up, serve his country. Here's what he responds to me with. 
He says, you know, I understand that uh, serving our country is important, but I am in no way, shape, or form going to do that. I would not be a help to the military. Could you imagine me in basic training? I agreed. <laughs> he said, I'd be crying for my mommy on a daily basis. My face would be red and swollen. I don't even think they let people in the military with sweating problems. He's he. I think he'd be a hindrance. Yes. <laughs> He, that, he would actually yeah. hold people back. He would keep people behind. You know, I'm going to go out here. He would be better without me. That's right. <laughs> he would be doing a service for our nation by not signing up. I'm going to I'm gonna call my dad, by the way, Greenberry Bob right now. Actually served his country. And I'm going to tell him that Tanner the Millennial doesn't want to sign up. Hang oh. on. Look. <laughs> I'm driving. Hey. Yeah. So we're having this conversation. Uh, by the way, everybody, welcome Greenberry Bob. We're having this conversation, Dad, and Tanner the Millennial says he does not or would not ever serve his country or sign up. How does that make you feel? Uh, just like whip his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, could you imagine me in the military? Like, wouldn't the military be better without me? Well, there is a point there. all right well that's all i was just going to tell you that tanner didn't want to sign up we can always start the draft over the way it was in my day you know (laughs) (laughs) hey but do you remember when i was 18 years old where you took me what did we do with the day i turned 18 uh you went to canada right <laughs> he signed up for selective service, yes. Yeah, my dad made me sign up for the draft, Tanner. I signed up for the draft, too. Man, you didn't sign up for nothing but a pair of skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. And I think to myself. What a wonderful world. You know, we just had Earth Day a couple of days ago. Did you guys celebrate Earth Day? Uh, I oh, yeah. Great, great. I took a nice, brisk walk. Well, here's the deal. Caring about the environment apparently makes you more dateable. In 2018, in the world of dating apps and apps, if you care about the environment, and if you show the individual that you're going on a date with that you care about the environment, you're going to get hooked up because... um. Basically, 80% of people said that if they saw somebody litter on a date, deal breaker. Okay? The top three deal breakers that have to do with the environment are littering, wasting food, and leaving the lights on. So if you bring your honey back to your apartment, you leave the lights on, she's out. (laughs) She's leaving. But what about my dope lava lamp? Oh, they hate lava lamps. That's just wasting electricity for nothing. All that plastic. Yeah. Oh. You know how many years that's going to take? See? Toxic chemicals in there. This goes with my theory that Teslas are the ultimate car to get ladies because they look nice they're a sports car but they're also good for the environment well just know this the the greatest eco-friendly thing that you can do especially on a date in front of someone is start picking up trash in front of her (laughs) i'm taking notes (laughs) (laughs) all right hey drew choose your news Uh, a couple of brothers by the name of mccollum are heroes in montana because last week they were driving their dodge or their diesel truck it doesn't specifically say a dodge through some floodwaters they saw a car about 40 yards off the road um they stopped the truck to see what was going on the car was sinking and when they stopped the engine they could hear a faint cry for help oh my gosh and one of the brothers dove in without hesitation swam through freezing floodwaters mind you it's nighttime yeah. they're in northern montana it's 20 degrees outside he found a woman in the car he got her out just in time before the car went under saved their life now here's the kicker the montana highway patrol 
cited her for reckless driving because apparently she sped into the floodwaters about 60 miles an hour, not heeding the signs that said, caution, water over the roadway. Wow. Yeah. Follow the signs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, get, then, then she should get the ticket. That's right. That is one of the... And, and she also put those other uh, two guys' life at risk That's by true. doing that. Thank goodness they were there to help, though. Yeah, right. those, those signs are there, you guys. It's stupid's what got you there. Yeah, this is a very remote roadway. It's Highway 2 in northern Montana. And okay. the, the officer said she's really lucky anyone showed up at all because there's not wow. a lot of traffic out there. All right. Hey, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. Amazon has a top secret plan to build what? Uh, wait, are you going to let us guess? Yeah, guess. Home bunkers for people with the crazy threats in our world. Drew, what about you? Uh, home solar systems. Okay, and my wife, my my wife is here, Bethany, at the mouth in the south. What what is Amazon building? Uh, home like garages, like home know. garages. Yeah. Okay, is it home garages? It is not. They are building home robots to Whoa. serve humans. It's a. Uh, a lot of the same technology of what they're doing with Alexa right now, the voice assistant system, but they want to build that into a robot that That's can actually right. assist people around their house. Just say, hey, no, been promised this since the 40s. Yeah, but they, you know what? Now, they have the technology. Those not little, getting one. Those little robots are just getting better and better, if you know what I mean. They really are. Huh? <laughs> we're not getting one. Yes, we are. No, we we're might. not. <laughs> Why? These, these prototypes can navigate room to room, kind of like because, driverless cars. No, I don't need any. No. You no. know what they're going to be doing is monitoring everything we're doing like uh, all the other ones are. Mm, following yeah. you on taking yeah. notes. And then, and then they're going to post it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag stuff Fitz does. <laughs> all right, there you go. Choose your news. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fitz happens live. You guys checked out the website today? Looks nice, nice doesn't so it? Cool. I love it. Man, we got a little update on our website. Everybody's freaking out about it. It's almost kind of like we're official... Uh, Show and everything now. Now we just got to pay our phone bill. But anyway, <laughs> followfits.com is the website. Followfits.com. Tanner the Millennial, what are some cool things people can check out on the website? Well, people can submit to the show. They can submit what are you kidding me stories, the good stuff, battle rap, so many different Troop things. Salutes. Troop, Troop salutes. Salute. They can listen to the podcast after the broadcast yeah. from there and they can read bios of the whole show. All right. Check it out right now. Followfits.com. Ah, I'm getting ready to open up the. Uh, uh, Spin the wheel of animal attacks. <laughs> Is there anyone listening who's been attacked by an animal? Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, have you ever been attacked? You guys hear about that dude last week, 20-year-old man who was uh, attacked by a shark in Kauai. Less than a year after he was attacked by a black bear in Colorado, three years ago, he was bitten by a rattlesnake in Utah. I think this guy needs new hobbies. Like Is mall just, walking or something. Is it just me or... <laughs> He'll get bit by the elderly. (laughs) He was mall walking whenever he was attacked by a bear. I mean, it sounds like the good Lord's trying to take him out. Yeah. What is this this guy doing to Mother Nature? Yeah, I don't know why he's such a fan of nature, because nature's not a fan of him. (laughs) So he was on his boogie board, right? And uh, uh, he was basically uh, uh, doing the first wave. He'd headed back out for another wave, got knocked off his board, 15 feet of water, about 30 yards from shore. That's when he felt... This searing pain in his right calf. Okay. Uh-oh. He started to panic because he didn't know if he lost part of his leg. He said, he goes, I-, I knew something got me. I just didn't know what the heck it was. When you're out there in the ocean, you're just imagining anything and everything. And I'm could- sure the next second you see the yeah. the water goes like purple, mm-hmm. you know, around mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Oh, man, like right out of Jaws. 
He looked below him and said uh, he saw a six to eight foot tiger <gasps> shark. And he gave it a kick right in the snout before swimming to shore. He wanted to get one last mm-hmm. shot in. By the way, I've heard that if you do get attacked by a shark, you're supposed to punch it in the, the forehead and the face or the nose. Yeah, yeah. but I bah, heard bah, it's bah. really not as... Number one, you have to think about water. Try to punch you know, underwater. Punch underwater. Yeah. I and mean, that's, that's really hard to get some you can't momentum. Any speed. Right. Yeah, I know it is. So, Try to lift it up out of the water and get I'm, you I'm a just good saying shot everyone goes, yeah, punch it in the face or punch it in the nose yeah. or, or poke it in the eye. And you're like, I, mean, I don't think that that's what you're thinking is yeah. a shark is biting your leg. I mean, I know it's easier said than done, yes. but I mean, I'm telling you, if I was attacked by a bear or a shark, I'd get a couple of good shots on it. I guarantee. I tried to knock out a couple of teeth I'd or something. I'd pull its yeah. hair. I would. <laughs> I'm being honest. I don't think I. <laughs> I think I'd pull a tear. So the paramedics arrived, uh, and for some reason, this guy turned down the ride to the hospital. And then this woman said, "Listen, dude, you're missing part of your leg. I'm taking you to the hospital." So a woman volunteered to take him. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'd love to hear from you if you've been attacked by uh, by an animal or several animals. Is this horrible? I automatically think, well, what about all that blood in her car? Yeah, that's really horrible, but I think it's a normal <laughs> thing to think about. Yeah. Right? I mean, would, would you, you rather sit do there? that or would you Come save on. a life? Drew, if you had your favorite car, like something mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. loved, yeah. and here's a guy that has this, and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, okay, mm. am, I re- brand, am I going to yeah. offer him a ride? That is brand new leather. Really- yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> it's the carpets I'm worried about. <laughs> This is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. And the mouth from the south is hanging out today. She's going to provide that info. Oh, there's a birth announcement we simply must discuss. Hello! Hello! Ah! Details are coming up. All right, stand by. Drew, stand by with the Tuesday reality check. The 29-year-old suspect from the Waffle House shooting outside of Nashville was captured Yesterday in the woods, uh, fairly close to his Nashville area apartment, he was armed with two weapons at the time that police captured him. Uh, he was taken without further incident, so he was arrested. But let me ask you this. Uh, um, how the heck was a paranoid, delusional, police-hating, gun-crazy, uh, uh, Taylor Swift-obsessed, crazy White House-storming-the-lawn psycho allowed to have a gun like this. So what you're referring to is uh, a little more of his backstories come out from his family and from other people. Uh, He started suffering from delusions back in 2014, his family says. As recently as 2017, he had a couple of incidents. Uh, One, he... Uh, left his apartment complex dressed in a woman's dress, carrying his AR-15, slammed it in the car, yelled a bunch of stuff at the people in the apartment, and then barged into a public pool, stripped off the dress, and went swimming, causing a bunch of problems, exposing himself, doing a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, so why, and the, after, and the question is, why is he out in the streets? After that incident, his father took his guns away temporarily uh, and locked him up, but then a month later, uh, in July of 2017, he broke White House security and was trying to rush the White House. He told... Uh, the Secret Service staff that he was a sovereign citizen and that he demanded to speak I to President I think I remember Trump. this story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, during that incident, they sent authorities back home. At the time, he was living in Illinois. The authorities went there and seized his weapons. 
but they weren't sure if they had legal standing to keep them based on the incident, so they gave them to his father again for safekeeping. At some point, his father gave them back. They are exploring right oh now whether gosh. or not his father may be liable for giving the weapons back he to the guy be. now after this incident. Uh, but at least there is some closure to having him captured, and maybe they can kind of tie up some of the loose ends. But of course, sadly, four people lost their lives in that shooting. What about the heroes in this situation? The guy who took him down in the Waffle House. I yeah, think we have some a, audio, a right? Really brave young man that that stopped the the massacre. What was his name? Uh, James Shaw Jr. James Shaw Jr. And then when he proceeded to come in, I actually went behind this like a push door, a uh, swivel door. He shot through that door, I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure he grazed my arm. And it was at that time that I kind of made up my mind, because there's no way to lock that door, that if it was going to come down to it, he was going to have to work to work to kill me. So... At the time that he was either reloading or the gun jammed or whatever happened is when I ran through the, the swivel door. I hit him with the swivel door, and then the, ga- the gun was kind of jammed up and it was pushed down, so we were scuffling. I managed to get him with one hand on the gun, and then I grabbed it from him, and I threw it over the countertop. After that, I was trying to get out the door, and I think he was pretty much in the entrance. Yeah, thank God he was there. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, he Ooh. saved lives. Saved, what yeah, a he hero! Did. He saved the day. Yep. There you go. The Tuesday reality check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fit Files. All right, let's see what's trending. Not to get political or anything. (laughs) But Shania Twain is trending right now. She said that she would have voted for Trump in 2016. And and, uh, a lot of people are going uh, after Shania. Well, she couldn't vote because she was Canadian. She's Canadian. But she said she would have. (laughs) We found that on this show, that anytime we say anything close... To anything. To anything. Yeah. About anything. About anything. You basically (laughs) can't win in the stop. You just can't win. So it's like, what's the point? What's the point of even having a political, intelligent discussion with yeah. anyone anymore? Because you can't. Somebody will get offended. She yeah. definitely just stepped in it. I mean, you know, because what Why? I'm saying because is... Why? Because she talked about it? Yeah, she yeah. talked about it, and now no matter what, politics. you're going to make somebody mad. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. Shout out to my wife, who's been chilling and hanging out with us. Bethany, the mouth from the hear South. ye, hear ye. <laughs> Thrilled Kate and William present their third child to the world. Hello! Yes. You should be the town crier. It's a newborn son. Oh! A baby boy? A baby boy. A bouncing baby boy. A bouncing baby boy? A bouncing baby boy. (laughs) Splendid. And uh, mom is supposed to be doing great. She's already gone home with baby boy. So um, congratulations. Yeah. You know who's not happy about this? Pippa. Harry. This moved Harry down um, in the... List of Ascension. He is now number five. This baby moves in front of him. Well, I don't think you he are ever right. thought he ever. Yeah, that's the truth. Come on. I mean, like. What know. if Harry goes crazy and tries to take over Buckingham that's, Palace? That's what's cool <laughs> about <laughs> Harry. That's why he has the Markle to back him up. Yeah, man. He's going to get the Markle to stand yeah. guard. <laughs> All right. Anyway. To so, stand guard. Uh, and plus, Pippa's pregnant now. She's probably mad. She the is. attention's off her. Yeah. Well, you she's know. not technically a royal, so. Or did she get a, a ladyship no, or didn't. something? No, but, right. you know. All right, well, thank you for that wonderful story. Yeah, so moving on to the bad. Yeah. 
This is really bad. I mean, Morgan Freeman's, uh, you, you might have heard the news story recently about his step-granddaughter. She was uh, killed recently, and her boyfriend was accused of doing it. She texted him some, quote, gr- about some, quote, grandpa feelings. She texted who? She texted the boyfriend that's accused of killing her. She was in love with her grandpa? And she said... That, Who's Morgan Freeman? Talking about how, yeah, how they had an affair, basically. Supposedly, wow. they had an affair, and this has been talked about before in the news. So you're saying that there are text messages of this girl who was Morgan Freeman's step-granddaughter yes. saying that she had... A relationship with her step-grandfather, Morgan Freeman. Thank you for explaining it. This wow. This is crazy. It's all... Yeah, it is crazy. It's so, so many twists and turns, and yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So, well, we're going to keep, uh, keep all right, up we'll to date on that. All right, we'll get the details as yeah. they develop. <laughs> yeah. The gossip. A Florida woman bought a water bottle. Now, I don't know the accuracy of this, but she bought it on eBay. David Cassidy supposedly drank out of it, and she's using it to claim that she is his secret love child. Oh, that somewhere along the line that he maybe hooked she, up with her yeah. He was the dad. He's the she daddy. She used uh, the D- a DNA test to prove that she's ninety nine point nine 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 five percent that uh, chance that he was her dad. DNA doesn't lie. No, DNA tells the story. Yeah. But I mean, not to bash guy, but didn't he die broke? Like, what's she looking to get out of it other than just the name? I don't think name? she's yes, looking she for David Cassidy's Maybe he just, she just wants daughter. To, that's her daddy, Drew. There you, okay, she I just loves that. her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> she had to use a water bottle to figure, but anyway. All right. Okay, there's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. The legendary Fitz happens. Live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. Yes, for Tuesday, April 24th, 2018. Celebrity birthdays today, several of them. Kelly Clarkson is 36 years old today. Because of you, I never stayed too far from the sidewalk. Now that's a duet that I want to see. Kelly Clarkson and Fitz. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I could do Reba's part. <laughs> for, for some reason, I memorized Reba's part. So You got a whole Reba thing going for like what two weeks. You're all about Reba. What's, what's, what's wrong with Reba? <laughs> Reba's probably the most wonderful thing ever. Reba's going to make a new yeah. version called Because of Skeeter. Yeah. <laughs> it's her boyfriend's name. Come on. Yes. And who was Reba's first man? Narvel. Narvel. Narvel, and now it's Skeeter, man. Reba's just really a f- female lover. Uh, listen, I, I have to have boyfriends that have to have weird names. Yeah. Doesn't have a weird name. Narvel names need not apply. Narvel, Skeeter. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, let's see who. Uh, oh, my goodness. Born on this day in the year 1934, you guys, in San Antonio, Texas, was Vivian Liberto. Sound familiar? That's the first wife of Johnny Cash. And the mother of singer-songwriter Roseanne Cash, during their courtship, they apparently wrote each other over 10,000 pages of love letters. Well, that shows you what that amounted to. Yeah, and then apparently that made the the autobiography titled, I Walk the Line, My Life with Johnny. Interesting, that was published in uh, 2007. Cheater, cheater, where'd you meet that? (laughs) 
come on. Whoa. <laughs> June Carter was was not that. He just Johnny just fell for June, right? And then all those ten thousand pages of love letters. Don't was. don't don't even don't so even people, try to explain it. He yeah. couldn't. He you know it you're just gonna end it. up in 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 a fire. Just don't. All right. Think about it. people used to write all those love letters, put them in a trunk, save them. You could make a book out of it. Now it's just gonna be like the record of your texts yeah. between each other. Yeah, or I love Facebook you. or Facebook. I can't yeah. wait the emoji. For <laughs> Facebook love. <laughs> I can't wait for screenshot books to come out in the next couple of years. We'll be telling this story in 30 years. Like, Fitz and his wife wrote one and a half million Trademark texts Trademark it right now. Other. That's an idea right now. Yeah. What? Think about it. Scre- uh, yes. Screenshot books. Okay. You guys do that. Um, Roy- I'm out of bed. It's a coffee Let's book. I'm telling you right now. Roy McCann is 49. The Hound from Game of Thrones is 49 years old oh, today. He's one, one of my favorite, favorite characters. Yeah. Period. Uh, and real quick, Shirley MacLaine is 84. Shirley MacLaine, the actress, She's 84. Awesome. Weezer. Give me a Weezer. Do do your Weezer. Um. Well, I. She always cusses. <laughs> do do that line that Olympia Dukakis does from Terms of Endearment, where she goes after Weezer. On Terms of Endearment, or or Still Magnolias. I'm sorry, Still Magnolias. Check this out. Whenever this, she just says, this. um, "Are you high, Clary? Malin, knock a lights out." <laughs> Half a ticket, ticket, to Paris. That's whenever she says. She goes, let go of me. And she goes, Malen, you just missed a chance of a lifetime. Half a chick of Penn Parish would love to take a whack of ways up. <laughs> it happens live. And now. Now. M.I.T. with his E's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Special shout out to everybody. There's Drew. Tanner's here. Uh, my wife's hanging out today, ladies and gentlemen, Bethany, the mouth from the south, and uh, I have an obligation to provide you with the news that did not make the news. By the way, feel free to send me uh, what are you kidding me stories if you have any. Just message me on my Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. Out of the friendly skies, things are getting cray. 45-year-old woman on a flight from London to Salt Lake doused other passengers with coffee last Thursday overturned a drink cart and then jumped on an air marshal's back. Oh my goodness. I hope they made an emergency landing. She's facing assault charges. Uh, oh, and apparently while they were over the ocean, you know, you know, because they're coming from London yeah. over to... Uh, she started sprinting up and down the aisle. Someone needs to zip tie this lady. Let me tell yeah. you, if, if you're on a plane with me and you were doing that, I'm sorry. You're going to be taken down. You know what? That I'm, is inexcusable to do that crap when you are in an airplane in the air. You, if you, uh, uh-uh. you are going to be taken down, and if I have to hogtie you myself, I will. Why are these people freaking out on airplanes? I feel like so often, so many people on airplanes are in the "What are you kidding me?" stories. Why the right? Why all the plane freakouts that we're hearing about? There's a lot of. We talked about it a while ago. It's become flying went from this wonderful luxury to kind of like an airborne cattle car. Where we're just rushed from place to place, we're crammed into the waiting areas, and we're crammed into a plane. We're told to sit there, and they park it on the ramp for a while, and then they take off, and the you space, can't get out of your seat. The space is getting smaller. The and seats smaller. are getting tighter and smaller. There's less services. You got to pay for everything now, whereas they used to provide mm-hmm. a meal. And I think people are just feeling the walls closing in. Stressed. There's yeah. more fees, ridiculous fees. Oh, paying for your bags, paying for all this stuff. It's it's getting harder and harder on the psyche to fly, and it's affecting them too in the pocketbook. Don't you sure, think? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, they're yeah. trying to get more seats in there by making everybody else a small. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, don't be doing that stuff. Let's go to page... Oh, I, certainly she's on the no-fly list, right? I hope so. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of the great state of Texas, 
Dancing on the ceiling. It's, it's probably never a good idea to go full coyote ugly at a family restaurant. You know what I mean? <laughs> not at a family probably restaurant. Probably not. And cops in Laredo, Texas, got a call last Wednesday about one in the morning after a woman wouldn't stop dancing in the bar Oops. at her local Applebee's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they might frown upon that. I picture her trying to get the room hyped up like, come on, ladies. Come on. Everyone's just like, get off. Yeah. She's like, come on, ladies. I'll They're standing in front of the football game. Well, I'll tell you what. Applebee's has been having $1 drink nights lately for the past couple <laughs> oh, of months. That could be it. Yeah. yeah. Well, she did have bloodshot eyes. She could barely stand when the cops showed up and they arrested her for public intoxication. Uh, she yeah, also her moves. Apparently unbelievable. <laughs> like straight up legit. <laughs> Applebee's wants to sign her up for their version of So You Think You Can Dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Is that the one? Yeah, right here. Check it. I think you'll like that. This is the one you're talking about with the with the puppy dog? It is. Ooh. Hello, folks. We have an audible on the good stuff. Sometimes that's gonna happen. <laughs> and it involves a puppy dog! What? <laughs> Oh, this is going to be good. All right. Since Tuesday is, you know, kind of the toughest day of the week, it has to be extra special, extra, extra good today. And uh, this is a story about a little three-year-old girl in Australia. She actually went missing last week. I remember seeing this on the news. She went missing near her grandparents' house. And it turned out that she went looking for her mother. And she took the family's dog, Max, with her. And she couldn't find her way back at all. So the family realized she was gone about 5 o'clock p.m. last Thursday. It got really dark prompted this massive search and rescue mission. Two helicopters were involved. They could not find her throughout the night. Mm. She was gone all night long. So, uh, obviously in Australia, there's a lot of wildlife to worry about, and there's a million different things that could just get you out there. Mm -hmm. Snakes. Um, I mean, my gosh, everything. Everything. Did I say say she was three? She's a three-year-old girl out and all this? So the family's freaking out. Fortunately, her grandmother found her two miles from their house the next morning. About 16 hours after she'd gone missing, she was totally fine, possibly because of the dog. The dog stayed there and guarded her all night, even though this dog is 17 years old, deaf, partially blind as well. Apparently, the girl wasn't even traumatized. She told her family it wasn't a big deal. The puppy stayed with her all night long. She got kind of tired and went to sleep with oh the puppy. Oh, my gosh. This just is curled just... up with Max and took a nap. Mm-hmm. God wow. lovers, yeah. so sweet. That's what puppy dogs are for. I've got her. I've got her. Say hi, Papa. Hi. hi. I've got a jelly. I thought it was a bird at first, yelling back yes. Um, but then when I got her to yell Granby, and I heard her yell Granby, I knew it was her. She took the dog and off she went. She's um, a spirited little thing. So she said she wasn't scared. She was okay. She had a big sleep. When I got to the top, the dog came to me and led me straight to her. Just so grateful for the outcome. It could have gone any one hundred ways. Um, but she's here, she's alive, she's well. They should make a little movie called Me and Max. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Max and me. I, I couldn't even imagine the feeling of losing your child. 
like oh, y'all like, i have we, we've had like freak out moments where you, you look around you know you look at your wife like where are the kids where are the kids you know if you're in the mm-hmm. store and even those few seconds is sheer panic panic craziness going on in your mind you're thinking what the heck has happened i can't imagine 16 hours what they went through Especially overnight yeah yeah in in Australia, you obviously know the dangers involved. Mm-hmm. You know all the wildlife and insects and snakes and just creatures. But she had little could, Max with her. Yeah. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Thank you so much for listening. Drew is here, and what's up? There's Tanner. Jenna's still out, you guys. We've gotten uh, just a few messages about Jenna asking where Jenna is, and she's taking some, you know, some some time off, some some personal time off. I, I you know, I know she's got a lot going on in her life mm-hmm. personally right now. So uh, that that's what she's doing. My wife is hanging with us. What's up? That's the mouth from the south. What's up? She's right over there. I want to throw this out there for a moment, if you if you don't mind. Um, I want you to name a job that someone could have that would make them more attractive. Ladies, guys, name a job that someone could have that would make them more attractive to you. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy I'm going to let my wife, my the mouth from the south, go ahead. Going to leave. Before, I, before I get to uh, the jobs that are apparently the sexiest jobs that one can have. Obviously, it's not a radio personality. <laughs> well, that's, that's what I thought it was. Well, Aww. that is so sweet of you. Because I listen to your show and sometimes just <laughs> want to come home and hug on you. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> Awkward. Well, I think the sexiest job of all has to be an Instagram model, right, Drew? Probably, yeah. Wow. Yeah. As far as guys, you know, what the sexiest job to guys is, yeah. you're saying? An Instagram yeah. model. Yeah. Well, they asked a whole bunch of people under the age of 30 to name the, the jobs uh, that would make them more attractive. Not surprisingly, um, well, the top five most attractive jobs that a woman can have are hairdresser, nurse, lawyer, entrepreneur, and a teacher, according to the guys saying that. Hot. Hot for teacher. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's a lot more sexy jobs out there than that. Okay. Uh, other than an Instagram model other for ladies, an- what? What? What about a CrossFit instructor? Yeah. Or a sandwich <laughs> artist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I follow. Like from Subway? Yeah. Like oh, somebody who stars. makes food? Yeah, someone, anybody who makes food. Or what, what about a classic, like, flight attendant? Because you might get a fly around the world with them. <laughs> Listen to Drew. I also like the Listen. little outfits they have. Oh, that's I like true. the flight attendant outfits too. Okay, these are the top five most attractive jobs uh, that men can have, according okay. to the ladies. Chef number one. Yeah. Oh, oh I can see well, that. Of course. Is it really a, a big, big points if a man can cook? Oh yeah, I made some macaroni and cheese for my girlfriend the other day, and she swooned like nobody's sure business. Yeah, sure that came did. from nowhere because male chefs were sort of obscure, and then what? 20 years ago, they became like the hottest thing on the planet. Yeah. Most attractive jobs men can have. Engineer, entrepreneur, something in marketing, and finally, something artistic. That mm. just sounds like Where's the Where's the, the fireman, right? Where's the pilot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Where's all that stuff? Yeah, right. Police where officers. The, the firemen. Or I, I thought football player was going to be on there. I Where's thought, the you know, that what, what soldier? actor yeah. was going to be on there. I guess that, what is that, artist? That's artistic. That Give me another artist? one. A carpenter. A carpenter has to be Give sexy, me. right? I, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot. I think for a lot of women, especially today, I think a lot of women, um, what you make is what's attractive to them. Oh, oh, what'd you say you're going for that cash? I'm not saying that's what I am. I said it oh. for a lot of women today, and I think the culture is, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right on. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's the topic table. That's right, they're going to do it. With Fitz. Are you all ready? Round one. Yes, everyone has a seat at the topic table. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you are, who you are, where you are, what you do. What? It doesn't matter. Everyone has a seat. And, and we got time for uh, uh, one round at the topic table today. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just cracking me up like your facial expressions. Well, I just want to let everybody know that they're welcome. Here, here's how the topic table works out. I'm just going to reach into the bucket of topics, pull out something, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. All right. And wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. In case you didn't know, uh, Southwest Airlines has sent a letter of apology, a $5,000 check, and a $1,000 travel voucher to passengers who were on the flight that made an emergency landing in Philadelphia after one of the engines exploded. Wow. The chairman says the money is to help cover any immediate financial needs. A 43-year-old woman from Albuquerque was fatally injured when she was basically sucked partway out of the jet through a, uh, through a shattered window. One passenger, I'm just, I'm just going to call him Mr. Martinez. He's actually from Dallas. He says he has no immediate plans to cash the check. He wants to talk to a lawyer. He said, I didn't feel any sort of sincerity in the email whatsoever, and the $6,000 total that they gave to each passenger I don't think comes even remotely close to the price that many of us will have to pay for a lifetime. Your thoughts? Questions, comments, concerns, with them each receiving basically $6,000, is that enough to make it go away? Right off the bat, um, I think it's a it's a polite gesture by the airline. I You don't... I don't think they technically owe anyone who wasn't injured anything. Accidents happen. Mistakes happen. You always assume a little bit of risk when you fly, you know, at, at 400 miles an hour, 35,000 feet in the air. We're all doing it by our own choice. I don't like the litigious nature of someone who's saying, yeah, I don't know if this is enough. Maybe I want to push for more. Like, they're just offering you about $6,000. Let me ask you this. And also, what about the fact that that wonderful Tammy Jo Schultz, the pilot, did land the plane. Right. They did everything in their power. They had the right people in place to get you on the ground safely. That's something right there. This I don't was, know if you should be pushing for something, more money. But what, okay, why did the engine explode in the first place? Yeah, could Southwest maybe take in a little was bit? Was it because, more? yeah, of yeah. their negligence? Well, you do know that as a reaction to that, they grounded, I think, 40 flights or something? Right. I mean, I honestly right. think they're trying to but, do everything. But also, when you get on a plane, aren't you to assume that maybe sometimes of course. something sucky might happen? Of course. You take that risk by stepping the, on a plane. Sure you do. But at the same point, was it their negligence? I'm asking, yeah. does anyone know? I'm sure they have maintenance and stuff that they follow. And, and, and But sure, what if, what if maybe this was. plane wasn't? 
what the, they weren't following the maintenance and, and something happened, then it is their fault. These If it is their fault, mm-hmm. if it is due to their negligence that these people went through this experience and someone lost their life, then I do effect. believe that they owe these people a lot more than $6,000 a piece. Mm-hmm. Especially to the well, woman they who, said it was who for lost immediate, her life. Immediate financial. I understand crisis that, but I think I think anyone will be honest in saying that they these people are probably trying to get out in front. Yeah. Of this before any sort of legal stuff starts happening. I and wonder if it says, by the way, by cashing this you check, you you basically you're you're all of your yeah. rights. Right. This is a settlement. I all wouldn't right. cash it. We'd love to hear from you wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Obviously, this is a big issue. Welcome to the topic table. It happens live. This. That is right. It is Fitz versus the Millennial. And uh, the cool thing is, you can play along with us in this ridiculousness. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, uh, this is how we play. Drew, explain the rule. Well, we do change the rules every game, by the way. Yeah, scoring is flexible in this game. But here's how the game works. I have two sets of questions. The first is like Millennial type information. It's about their world and their culture because it's different from the rest of ours. We try to find out what Fitz knows about Millennials. Which is everything. This is everything. Woo! The second set of questions is just good old-fashioned Americana. It's it's history. It's art. It's TV. It's culture. culture it's American things that we want to know if Tanner, the, the, rep, the millennial who represents the millennials, I like knows. The, the basics. The basics, yeah. And and he's really demonstrated that he didn't know anything about the basics. Hey, you're he talking a big game, but I won last he week. He did so. win last week, which was a surprise mm-hmm. upset victory. So Prove it. Prove that it. means when we start this week, Tanner gets the first question. Yeah. Oh, how rude. That's right. Winner goes first. Here it goes. Are we ready? Tanner. Yes. Yes. The yes. world and the U.S. said goodbye to Barbara Bush last week. Uh, she had the rare distinction of being one of only two women in U.S. history to be both wife to a president and mother to a president. Who is the one and only other woman to share that distinction? Oh! Ah. Think of father-son teams. Uh, Roosevelt. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. It's a very that hard is, question. Drew. That is incorrect. It's a tough question. Abraham, I, Abraham Lincoln? No, it is <laughs> Abigail Adams. She was wife to John Adams and mother to John Quincy Adams. Uh, Nobody gets a point. That's a zero. I Moving like on question. to Fitz. Okay. What American history? One of two. Here we go. Fitz. Yes. When millennials don't want to commit fully to something, they describe their level of involvement with this two-word term. For example, oh, I, got I am blank blank. DMing her on Instagram, and knowing how knowing how to use this could unlock your understanding of millennial speak. What's that two word term? Would you also say that this particular two word term also kind of describes like chilling? I'm being kind of definitely blank blank with some multi use. That would have to be low key. That is correct, low key. For because I have heard points. Tanner the millennial say it all the time. Yo, man, I'm being low key with this one. <laughs> Loki Fitz is on I'm the board first. I'm not talking about DMing other girls on Instagram. <laughs> Don't get my girlfriend coming after me. Oh, you're not? <laughs> Go ahead. Tanner, this is another hard one. I'm, I'm not going uh, easy on you. When you win, you get the, you good, the big boy question. These are really dumb one. questions today. Here we go. <laughs> Tanner, the uh, Indiana Jones movies have been playing on a nonstop loop since Spike TV turned into the Paramount Network. 
Can you put the four Indiana Jones movies? No, I can't. <laughs> uh, Skull Mountain, Candy Crush, yeah. uh, right. The Empire Strikes Stop Back, right there. Stop and right there. Teletubbies 2. I can't do that either. Can uh, you even name them? Just name the four movies. Then. Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's one. Uh, Search of the Holy Grail. No. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yes, that's two. And the Temple Run. No. Temple Run, that's an app. Oh, uh, Tomb Raider. <laughs> No. Tomb Raider. The, the correct answers were Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, yep. Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones Last Crusade, and Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. No well, points awarded there right well, now. It's a it's a one to zero. Fitz is in the lead. Fitz oh. gets the last question. He can win it all right here. Yes. He's already won, but yes. Fitz. <laughs> yes. What new rap trio had a hit song about stir fry? Oh, a hit song about stew. stir fry. It's a rap trio. Lost Lonely Boys. <laughs> that is neither a new rap trio or a rap trio. What? Tanner, do you have a point? And Migos. A it is Migos, but you've left me in an awkward position because it's one-to-one -one tied. Oh! Oh, we've never had a tie before, so you know what that means. We've got to bring out Gerald, the tie goat. Yes. Ah. Real, funny, the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. The mouth from the south is hanging out. She's going to provide us with that stuff in a moment. What you got? Somebody call Maury. Because uh out of Florida... Someone is accusing someone else of being the father. Uh-oh. Got the details coming you up. You are the father. That's right. All right, that's next. Drew standing by with the Tuesday reality check. As historic peace talks are about to start between North Korea and South Korea in a little more than a week, and then, of course... That's going to lead the way to U.S. talks with North Korea for the first time ever. Uh, people are asking, what brought North Korea to the table? Well, some experts have some ideas. Uh, one of them is that they are economically in very dire straits. North Korean exports have fallen 95% year over year. Uh, experts assume them to be only about $9 million Some people are saying year. this is like a big um, sort of... Uh like they're trying to pull a fast one on us with this whole meeting over there. Some people are, are saying, hey, y'all, this has been going on with North Korea for years and years and years and years and years. And to keep a very close eye on yeah. it, if but you know what I mean. Different, different from any situation before is yeah. the actual meeting at the bargaining table. So yeah. they'll be speaking with uh, South Korea's President Moon, Moon Jae-in mm. next week. That's the first time since 2007. And of course... No, no North Korean president or leader has ever met with a U.S. president, a yeah, seated U.S. president. You're right. It's going to be a big deal. Yeah, so it's a big deal. Uh, so in Japan, a volcano has exploded for the first time in 250 years. Whoa. The Io Mountain was spewing ash and rocks and everything into the atmosphere. They told people basically just stay away. Don't go collecting rocks. Yeah. It's subsided a little bit now, but they're keeping a close eye on it because, of course, Japan is in the ring of fire. They have about 110 active volcanoes in and around Holy. the island. 
And mm. in Toronto yesterday, um, looks like a terrorist attack. A rented van crashed into a busy sidewalk full of people in the northern part of the city. And at last count, about nine people were killed and many more injured. We don't have a lot more details on it. Um, obviously, Canadian authorities are scrambling to put together the pieces of this mystery. Do you have any more details on the Waffle House uh, shooter? He, he was caught. Is that he, right? He was caught yesterday. Um, he definitely appears to be someone who is mentally unstable. Uh, we find out that there's a number of incidents going back to 2017, and his family has said that he started having troubles as far back as 2014, um, but he was captured. He was armed at the time. They captured him in the woods outside his apartment, uh, but the caption without incident, there wasn't any more shooting. But again, you got to ask yourself the question, how is this, this uh, a paranoid, delusional, police-hating, gun-crazed, White House-storming, Taylor Swift-obsessed, crazy dude allowed to get his hands on an AR-15. Well, they do say that all the guns that he had were legally purchased, so before he started suffering issues, the 29-year-old, uh, like I said, started having problems as far back as 2014, but they're thinking he purchased most of these guns before that date. And what was the guy's name who tackled him to the ground in the Waffle House? James Shaw Jr. Yeah, James Shaw. Name. Shout He's out to you. Yeah. yeah, Big hero. All right, there you go. That's the Tuesday Reality Check. Now, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, let's see what's trending. Not to get political or anything. <laughs> but Shania Twain is trending right now. She said that she would have voted for Trump in 2016. And, and uh, a lot of people are going uh, after Shania. Well, she couldn't vote because she was Canadian. She's Canadian. Right? But she said if she would have. <laughs> we found that on this show that anytime we say anything close to anything, to anything, yeah, about anything, about anything, you basically <laughs> can't win in the stop. You just can't win. So it's like, what's the point? What's the point of even having a political, intelligent discussion with yeah. anyone anymore? Because you can't. Somebody will get offended. She yeah. definitely just stepped in it. I mean, you know, because what I'm Why? saying because is... Why? Because she a, talked about it? Yeah, she yeah. talked about it, and now, no matter what, politics. you're going to make somebody mad. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip. Shout out to my wife, who's been chilling and hanging out with us. Bethany, the mouth from the hear South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrilled Kate and William present their third child to the world. Hello! Yes. You should be the town crier. It's a newborn son. Oh, <laughs> a yes. baby boy. A baby boy. Oh. A bouncing baby boy. A bouncing baby boy. A bouncing baby boy. Splendid. And uh, mom is supposed to be doing great. She's already gone home with baby boy. So um, congratulations. Yeah. Who's not happy about this? Pippa. Ooh. Harry. This moved Harry down um, in the... List of Ascension. He is now number five. This baby moves in front of him. Well, I don't think you he ever right. thought he ever. Yeah, that's the truth. Come on. I mean, like. What know. if Harry goes crazy and tries to take over Buckingham that's, Palace? That's what's cool <laughs> about <laughs> Harry. That's why he has the Markle to back him up. Yeah, man. He's going to get the Markle to stand yeah. guard. <laughs> All right. Anyway. To so, stand guard. Uh, and plus, Pippa's pregnant now. She's probably mad. She the attention's is. off her. Yeah. Well, you she's know. not technically a royal, so. Or did she get a, a ladyship no, or something? No, but, right. you know. All right, well, thank you for that wonderful story. Yeah, so moving on to the bad. Yeah. This is really bad. I mean, Morgan Freeman's, uh, you might have heard the news story recently about his step-granddaughter. She was uh, killed recently, and her boyfriend was accused of doing it. She texted him some quote about some 
quote, grandpa feelings. She texted who? She texted the boyfriend that's accused of killing her. She was in love with her grandpa? And she said... That Who's Morgan Freeman? Talking about how, yeah, how they had an affair, basically. Supposedly, wow. they had an affair, and this has been talked about before in the news. So you're saying that there are text messages of this girl who was Morgan Freeman's step-granddaughter yes. saying that she had a relationship with her step-grandfather, Morgan Freeman. Thank you for explaining it. Wow. This is crazy. It's all yeah, it is crazy. It's so so many twists and turns and yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So well, we're gonna keep uh keep all right, up we'll to give date you on details that. as yeah. they develop. <laughs> yeah. The gossip. A Florida woman bought a water bottle. Now I don't know the accuracy of this, but she bought it on eBay. David Cassidy supposedly drank out of it, and she's using it to claim that she is his secret love child. Oh, that somewhere along the line that he maybe hooked up she, with her mom. Yeah. He was the dad. He's the she daddy. She used uh, the D- a DNA test to prove that she's ninety nine point nine 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 five percent that uh, chance that he was her dad. DNA doesn't lie. No, DNA tells the story. Yeah. But I mean, not to bash guy, but didn't he die broke? Like, what's she looking to get out of it other than just I don't the think name? she's yes, looking for David Cassidy's. Maybe he just she just wants a daughter. That's her daddy, Drew. You, okay, she I just loves that. her daddy. <laughs> she had to use a water bottle to figure, but anyway. All right. Okay, there's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. The legendary Fitz happens. Live. Live. Now, back to more Fitz. Fitz happens. Live. 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 Hey, if you have a minute, it'd be so cool if maybe you got on your social media and you told the world that uh, you're checking out our show right now, or maybe you told a friend, co-worker, or a loved one about about, about this particular show. It'd be so cool, because we could use it. See, it's all, a, it's all about the, you know, it's all about people talking to each other. I'm smiling just <laughs> thinking to, about it. Or what? Thinking about the show? Thinking about Sharing. people talking about the show. Oh, it, it does kind of make you smile, doesn't it? It does. Thank you for that. Just thinking about you telling someone about the show today. Puts a little smile on my face. There's Drew. There's Tanner the Millennial. My wife has been hanging out too. Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the south. And if you are a married couple or maybe you've been with your spouse for a period of time, you definitely know what it means to have a nothing fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. A fight (laughs) about absolutely nothing. No, I didn't. That wasn't a spot. Right here, ready? Oh, yeah. They had a nothing fight. Yeah. Fitz and Bethany had a nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. They had a nothing fight. Yeah. They're fighting about nothing. <laughs> that's good. Nothing fight. Okay, that's good. <laughs> oh, man. I wish you could actually see Drew moving around the studio. <laughs> I, I knew that you were going to feel it, but I had no idea how much you were going to feel it. You didn't move. No, I got those moves like Jagger, yeah. huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about the recent nothing fight. Um, my wife has a serious problem with sleeping, like waking up ever. She cannot wake up, and it's getting to the point now where it's it's kind of destroying my life, I think, a little bit, and it's ripping apart my insides because... I've just never seen anyone like it who sleeps the way she... And basically, when I try to wake her up sometimes, whether if we're trying to get kids to school or whatever, just get things done, she goes into what I call zombie eyes. 
<laughs> she goes into zombie eyes mode. I'm like, Bethany. She's like, Ugh! And her eyes are... <laughs> her eyes are going every direction. And she's like, I'm awake! And I think that's what really drives me crazy is the fact that she tells me she's awake when she's in zo- her, she's zombie eyes. Well, she's she still sleeping. Help it. Drew! It's a problem. Uh, he's she coming to my defense up. right mm-hmm. right now because... Yeah. I don't remember it. I don't remember this. I'm also a heavy sleeper, and you can ask. Do you me have zomb- Do you ever have zombie eyes? I don't know. I, maybe you'd have to ask my yeah. significant other. But you can, you can grill me about things in the morning, and I might even give you answers, and I'm not going to remember any of it. So I feel her pain. And well, it's not don't your feel fault. Her pain when you have children, though, because you can't I'm going to say this: our, our children are, our children are tardy all the time, all the time, and it's because of zombie eyes. <laughs> Sleeping late, not having the ability to wake up, you know. Well, maybe a part of the reason why she has zombie eyes is because you guys still sleep with the kiddos in the bed. Uh-oh. No, you know what I think it is? Because she, she keeps us up late at night when she wants to watch her shows. Oh, don't you even go there. She wants I'm to watch her shows. I'm about to go shows. there. I'm about go ahead to go. And go. You go wherever you need. Go there, go there, go Please. there. <laughs> go there. <laughs> Do it. Okay, so, you know, I'm, sometimes I want to watch my shows, but then, you know, we sometimes you want to have, you know, Mommy, daddy time. And that's important too. Well, of course it's important, but that's yeah. why. But what does it have to do with you? I don't go to bed until sometimes two o'clock, right. three o'clock in the morning. But what does it have to do with you having the ability to wake up and like well, go, go past all alarms to where it's affecting ability to take children to school? Well, that's if you're an up issue. Till two or three in the morning, yeah. everyone's gonna have zombie eyes. Hey man, you ain't no parent. Who asked you? <laughs> I know I'm no parent, but if I was up till two or three in the morning having mommy and daddy uh, time, I'd have laund- not laundry <laughs> zombie eyes too. The one and only. This is the Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, standing by, uh, about to provide you with some breaking. What are you kidding me? Stories. Also, feel like I need to let you know. Feel like it's my duty to let you know that you can also get breaking. What are you kidding me? Stories like when you follow me on my Instagram. It's getting crazy, man. Really is. People are following the gram. And uh, Tanner, what do they need to do to get breaking? What are you kidding me? Stories. All they have to do is open up Instagram, search follow Fitz, and give Fitz a follow. I'm gonna take you out of China. <laughs> <laughs> Time to confess. There's a city in China, and they are waiving fines for minor traffic violations, but only, I repeat, only if the person confesses on social media. Tells other people not to do said crime and gets more than twenty likes. Seriously, you have to get one hundred percent serious. They'll and they'll they'll completely take it off your uh, your driving record. Wow! But you have to get twenty likes, and you got to confess it. That might be the most powerful use of social media by a government, if you think about it. Because kind of kind the, of a nicer way of public shaming. What is? But up? also spreading the word about. The, these traffic infractions. Yeah. What is up with China and public shaming people? Like, you said a What Are You Kidding Me story about two weeks ago that if you jaywalk, they'll take a picture of you and put it up on a billboard mm-hmm. right by the street. I think they should. I think everybody should do shame. that. Shame! 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 <laughs> Maybe if you're embarrassed, you won't do that crap anymore. Yeah. All right, let's go to page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Tokyo. What's behind the curtain? Behind, uh, uh, um, well, this this certain windows in a certain apartment building in Tokyo, there is uh, uh, a tough guy boxing behind many, many, many windows and curtains. This guy is 
throwing right hooks. He's throwing jabs, lunging forward. Enough to make any passing criminal think twice before breaking in, right? The image is nothing more than a projected shadow. <laughs> but this certain Japanese apartment management company hopes that it's going to protect and reassure single women living there that everything's going to be okay because you got yourself a little fake shadow. fake shadow boxer behind your curtain doing wah, wah, boxing moves all night long. You this don't is... think that they're going to finally figure out that the guy never sits down? Mm. Yeah, he's just boxing 24-7. <laughs> that guy's got the great, the greatest cardio I've ever seen. This guy's trained to be in the next Rocky movie. <laughs> they borrowed this from the movie uh, The Lonely Guy with Steve Martin from like 1983 where he had a bunch of cardboard cutouts to make it look like yes! he was having a party. Yeah. Wow, it's really sad you know that, by the yeah, way. Great and movie. Home Alone. And Home Alone, yeah. yeah. Well, check it out. Customers can choose from a dozen different scenarios. This is this is what fools the criminals. Uh, the scenarios are the man boxing. Maybe the next night he's doing karate. The next <laughs> night he could be swinging a baseball bat. So they're doing all these different Whoa, things. Okay. I need this. What, to this protect night, yourself? Yes. This guy yeah. is Bo Jackson. <laughs> and there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the What Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Every day, Fitz happens. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, snap what you see right now and just send it back to me. Whatever you're doing, just snap what's around you. Uh, uh, and send it back to me because it's just, it's so great to see exactly what you're looking at through your eyes. Always keep, you know, keep it clean. You know, <laughs> we've had a couple of questionable, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can just post on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow fits. Uh, Drew is here. There's Tanner. My wife is hanging out today. Her name is Bethany, the mouth from the South. And I was shocked recently, uh, at something that my buddy Drew said to me. He, he was he, he basically went to a restaurant last weekend and he was like, oh, I was so shocked at the appearance of my server. What? And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, who? I said, who says that anymore? Shocked well, at the appearance of your server. <laughs> oh, man, it was a catastrophe. I didn't say it like that. What I, what I did say was. You said when she greeted you that you immediately noticed uh, a bunch of crappy tattoos he on both of her arms. Head. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she didn't have Drew great has tattoos. a bias against tattoos. Well, hang on, hang on. There's, right. there's great art, there's great tattoos, and then there's there's the tattoos that look like you or your friend did them yourself, which is what she had. Then but she also had one. Can of those- I ask you something? Why is that your business? Why is that your business if somebody it, might have a crappy tattoo according to your standards? It wasn't the tattoo, really, that got me so much as the whole package. This was a very, um, we'll call like an alternative person. So she had one of those giant rings to the wrong? middle of her nose. What is wrong with an alternative person? Hold on. She had a giant ring to the middle of her nose. She had like this bright orange hair. I'm not talking like her hair was red. I'm talking she had like bright orange dyed hair with dark roots. She had a very funky look going on there. And I just, to me, the reason I brought it up is... Can I, can I... Funky. Can I get a little deeper with this? Yeah. Is there any way that maybe as a child that your mom used to dress like this? Not at all. Oh, because it seems like you have a serious issue, obviously. Or maybe an ex-girlfriend No, it's the opposite. I grew up in a very conservative home. And when I worked in the restaurant industry, which wasn't forever ago, it was like 15 years ago or so, (laughs) we had standards where people weren't allowed to have face piercings. People weren't allowed to have a lot of visible tattoos. You couldn't have like 
eccentric hair colors and things because they were trying to present but a professional even, image but, to your but customers. You, but you and I were talking. You said that you, you'd hired a couple of a woman who had no studs and stuff. The oh. first. I hired the first girl in the company that had no studs, and I told her, you can't wear that on the job. And at first she said, okay. But then she started pushing back, and she started trying to show up wearing it. And I said, if you're going to have it in, you have to have a, like a flesh-colored yeah, Band-Aid yeah. over it, so, which she right. did for a few days. Um, Bethany, you're in the service industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a standard, I mean, is there a dress code that you should have in, in a restaurant? Do you have to follow dress codes if you're a server? Well, if you're a server, yeah, most restaurants have a dress code that, or, you know, that you're supposed to follow. You have some flair that you're supposed to wear, a certain amount of pieces. Is that including, like, you can't have tattoos or orange some, hair? Well, I mean, some, or I don't think they can say you can't have tattoos, but they yeah. can say, obviously, you can't. You know, you have yeah. to cover your tattoos. I, I, had, I, I had a nose ring when I worked in a pizza parlor. Yeah, but you worked in the back. Don't just look at you. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I mean, you. It just you, has to do with the the image you present to your customer. Yeah, it was just kind of shocking to me when you're like, I had such a uh, problem with the appearance. This is a restaurant. Well, I mean, it is. <laughs> I like that. This is absolutely preposterous. <laughs> As he shakes his cane. <laughs> This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Fitz happens live. I guess they listed uh, the NFL schedules for next season. You guys see that? Yeah. Yes, I did. Looks like the Cleveland Browns have one of the toughest schedules. They have they have to play sixteen NFL teams. Poor <laughs> 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 so, Cleveland. Poor Cleveland. All right, welcome to the show. Uh, Drew is here. There's Tanner, the millennial. Bethany, the mouth from the south, is also hanging out. And on uh, what is it? Tuesdays and Fridays. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's where we take basically take this this time to call people out. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like pulling your sword out of the yeah, I'm scabbard. So, I'm still so nervous about this bit with all the hate we get. Every time Tanner posts like a question, hey, do you guys like the battle rap? Everybody's like, God, no, get it off. <laughs> we get destroyed, don't we, Tanner? We really do, and it hurts my soul a little bit, but I'm still going it for it. It hurts my soul, too, because am I the only person in the world who thinks it's, who thinks it's funny? I think Jerk no. I think it's funny. hilarious. I think it's funny. Bethany, what about you? You can be honest. Bethany yes, hates funny. it, but whatever. No, I don't hate it. <laughs> but, I mean, you guys just need to realize that we're calling people out for you. Yeah. Again, we're calling out uh, uh, a person, place, things, ideas, doesn't matter. So, Tanner the Millennial, when you turn into your alter ego, Vanilla Bean, in just a second, who are you calling out today? I am calling out E. coli. Oh. It is sweeping the nation, making everybody sick. And How can anybody have a problem with Tanner calling out E. coli? That's what I'm saying. Remember yeah. I told you I went to... Um, I actually went to McDonald's the other day. I was wanting to get a salad. They said, I'm sorry, we don't. This particular location didn't give me a salad. They're like, it's the E. coli thing. They said yep. we're out of lettuce. They had to throw it all away. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. I'm proud of you today, Tanner. Thank you. Here he is now, ladies and gentlemen, converting into vanilla bean, calling out E. coli. Representing. Yeah, he's repping it. Funky Fresh. Huh? E. coli, you're making us sick. Get ready. For a vanilla bean disc, you reckon our food? What are we gonna do? Stop eating greens because they hurt in our spleen. You're coming <laughs> after our greens. That's downright super mean. Coming after vegans in their own scene. Now E. coli is in salad. I thought it was health food when I reached for the salad. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? 
If you're on a diet, your weight's gonna be multiplying. You mess with our greens, you mess with our eggs, E. coli. Are you insane? Vanilla bean is coming after you in an effort. He got, he got the vanilla bean mention in. <laughs> You're coming after breathe. our romaine lettuce. I'll run you over like Jerome Bettis. 16 states have been affected. Get ready, E. coli. You're about to be neglected. Our people <laughs> are inflected. Romaine lettuce? I thought I respected. <laughs> ah, nice end. Oh! oh! I was particularly proud of the... Lettuce and Jerome Bettis. <laughs> <laughs> if you have something that you want to beef about with us, let us know what we could uh, battle rap about. Person, place, thing, or idea, send us a message right now. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. All right, you guys, what have we learned today for Tuesday, April 24th, 2018? And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, even replay listeners listening on the PAB right now, the podcast after the broadcast, let us know what you learned today. I learned that the most attractive job that a guy can have is a chef. Ladies love a guy that can cook, mm-hmm. right? And uh, the hottest job for women to have, according to men, is a hairdresser or a nurse. How about that? Teacher's in there, too. I heard yeah, you teacher was in there, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, Fitz, yeah. you better get to cooking. <laughs> yeah, right. I love you just the way you are. Well, that is so sweet. Daddy makes you the best grilled cheese you ever had. All right. Uh, hey, <laughs> what's up, Drew? What did we learn today? Well, on a similar note, I learned that the uh, if you're environmentally conscious, like kind of green, that makes you more dateable today. That's the dating world today. Ladies love a man that is like who loves the earth and picks up trash. Hey, yeah. Litter. Hey, ladies, I recycle. <laughs> Wait for you. Yeah. Surprised you didn't say that you're a, you know you're a trash man. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that too. All right, Tanner. <laughs> What did we learn today? I learned that if you're a server and you have a septum nose ring, stay the heck away from Drew because Drew despises yeah, that's you. That's the one through the middle like a bull ring. <laughs> Just makes you mad? Ugh. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's wrong, you see. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't allow that stuff. <laughs> By the way, Drew also hates people with tattoos, obviously. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, there's Bethany. The mouth from the south. What have we learned today? There's a brand new royal edition. Kate and William had their third child. A little baby. Mm-hmm. Little baby Sweet boy. little baby boy. Yes. Hello, Hizzy! Another billionaire has entered the world. <laughs> but it's a sweet little baby. Yeah. All right. Have a great day, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for checking us out. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.